ready? Hello, hello, and welcome to Sparks and Pours podcast. Ow. Thanks for tuning in. Super psyched about today's show. And I'm super psyched because I am bringing you three amazing women who are out here kicking ass, taking names, Ew, and not right. making any apologies for it. And yeah, so I'm gonna tell you. So first, I'm gonna tell y'all how I like came up with the idea. So it's um, last week. Last week was just a good mute, like a good week in music. I would have to say, you know, Cardi B did her thing, and then Ooh. Cardi. <laughs> And then you had your man's Drake come out, and he dropped this song called Nice For What? And so I'm at Panera Bread, shout out to Panera, and I'm eating a very large bowl of broccoli and cheese. You already know. You already know. And while I'm eating said bowl, I'm on my third listen of Drake. Because, you know, new music, you got to listen. You got to let it marinate. Exactly. <laughs> let the verses and the words sink into your brain. And I was like, well, I'll say God ain't. Um, Yeah, nice for what? Like, this is definitely, like, women are definitely doing their thing, period. Like, you know, we're coming out of the woodworks, like, just taking over and letting it be known. So, I thought, what better way to showcase black girl magic than with another black girl magic. Mm-hmm. So, everybody, I'm not going to delay this any further because I know you're like, all right, so who you got in there with you? Who is it? Who is it? <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, now, we have some awesome people, so awesome that I had to write it down because I didn't want to <laughs> mess anything up. Sure. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> So, <laughs> so we have Miss First Lady herself, Miss Shay Harris. <laughs> yes. First Lady uh, okay, First Lady Shay, uh, who is the policy advisor for the Office of the Deputy Mayor of Public Safety and Justice. Okay, right. welcome, welcome. Thank you. <laughs> and then I also have Miss Erin Bussy. Hello, Bussy Bus- Bussy baby. Bussy baby. Who, <laughs> uh, who is the policy advisor, student loan ombudsman? For the student loan ombudsman. For the student loan ombudsman. Yes. <laughs> For the CFPB. And then we have Miss Carla Hodge, K. Hodge. Yeah, yeah. The. Uh, just. Okay. <laughs> um So I'm going to read like the State Department. Consular Affairs Training Program Technician. Uh-huh. All right. There it is. Mm-hmm. So, you, you see, I mean, you can already see how amazing it is with the titles, okay? Black Girl Magic. So, yes, I'm super excited to have you all here. Thanks for coming. So, how are you all doing? Good. Yeah, well, I guess, well. What? Okay, so that's Carla, everyone. Because I, I want you all to know, like. Distinguish the voices? Yeah, yeah. distinguish the voices. So, I'm Jaleesa. You all know that already. And then... I'm Carla. There we go. This is Erin. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, uh... Uh... <laughs> and, uh... No, I'm <laughs> And I'm Shay. 
Yay. Hi, okay. Shay. Hey, girl. So now that you all know, you all are, you know, you'll be a little clearer once we get to talking. So, yeah. So how are you all doing today? How was your day? I'm yet holding on. Yeah. Uh, today was actually a really good day for me. I spent the large part of my day over at the D.C. jail. Um, so Department of Corrections is one of the agencies that's in my portfolio. And I actually got to spend time on the new young emerging men unit. Mm-hmm. Um, which young men emerging, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I actually last year got to go visit a prison uh, in Cheshire, Connecticut, where they were one of the first to do a unit that specifically um, targets 18 to 24 year olds, right? Mm-hmm. So we, we know we've done a lot of um, movement in, in helping uh, juvenile justice move along and a lot of reforms there. But we haven't really focused on 18 to 24 year olds, mm. though we know that brain science developmentally, people typically um, don't start developing until 25. Mm-hmm. And sure. so uh, what does that mean in the correctional setting? So it was a really great day. I got to hang out with some amazing young men, as well as uh, meet Nick Cannon, who um, comes every week and volunteers, which I think is super dope. And oh, an wow. amazing woman uh, professor, Dr. Muhammad uh, out of Howard University. And, you know, while it's not A&T, um, <laughs> it's still all HBCU love. So today was a really great day for me. Nice. That's awesome, Shay. Yeah. yeah. It pretty much trumped my day. <laughs> right. Uh, my day was pretty <laughs> shitty compared to that. Didn't change Sorry. the world at all. Didn't change uh, the world at all. <laughs> Wikipedia all day today. Yeah. Um, I was just surfing the web. <laughs> bought some, you know, some online shopping. I um, bought some makeup well. tutorials on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> just watch the Christy show on right. Instagram. Yeah, oh, just, more. you know, shooting the shit. Just speaking <laughs> up. <laughs> Speaking of Instagram, my word, they will let you know some shit. So did you, uh, did you all see like that whole Khloe Kardashian so Christian? Bro. Oh wow, yeah. <laughs> that when part. That thing said, OJ Simpson say less. <laughs> I died. Like Daddy Tristan cheated on me. He cheated. Say less. Say less on the way. You just seen the interview. It's all a act, baby. It's, it's all, all a act. act. It's nothing. Yeah, I was like, Ugh. but I then mean, you lose them the same. Yeah, way. yeah. like I mean, Sorry. <laughs> I just I don't know. I, don't I can't know. feel. I feel bad for her, but I don't feel bad because right. this is number two. You, you need to leave black yourself. men alone, okay? <laughs> Not only that, like <laughs> you need to leave black <laughs> men alone. The fuck, stop trying to freaking trap them. Like you and your family. I mean, is she pregnant? Yeah, yes. she's like legit about, about to. But, <laughs> but this is the problem: people need to stop having kids with people they don't know or Facts. they don't like. That part, yeah, right. they don't like. Are they not married to? Okay, okay, that yeah, definitely, which is a big problem. So, mm. I mean, generally, like a lot of people have kids with people they don't really know, people they like the idea of, mm-hmm. right. And then after things don't work out, (laughs) and they're like, oh, I don't understand why they do this. And it was just like, what did you expect? (laughs) They already told you they was going to do that. Right. In the beginning. You knew when he wasn't returning your phone calls, Mm -hmm. he wasn't going to be a... Read read the social cues. Okay, yeah. Read the tea leaves. (laughs) But damn, I'm just like, what more... I mean, like, what else needs to happen to y'all for you all to get it? Like, I don't understand. 
The Kardashians or just in general? No, the Kardashians. <laughs> like, come on. Not a fan. Like, I'm obviously. y'all. Not a fan at all. They're hustlers, though. I mean, they are. Don't get me wrong. But they mad extra, and I can't. Mm. Scroll. Well, this is definitely a good conversation definitely. before the par. Uh, look, the poor, scroll. excuse me. Right. Scroll. scroll. Cause can't I can't do. Won't double tap that. <laughs> I had a coworker. This is an interesting thing that happened to me today. I had a coworker today that tried to convince me that Kim Kardashian's ass was real. Shut Stop. the fuck up. And told me. <laughs> told me. I was like, look. Did she look like you? Of course not. Go ahead. <laughs> What I told what I told her, I was like, I have a lot of experience when it comes to organic acids. Okay, a little more than you, a, a lot of more than you. And I can tell you, you don't, you, you're not 18 with no ass, and no. then you 30 and got all the ass in, in the world, okay. and like, don't have the thighs to support it. Right, he's gonna be shot. That's a big part. shot. Ass shot. <laughs> are not created without the proper support it's mm-hmm. just anatomically like it just yeah. does not exist and mm-hmm. i mean it's already seen to like fall or like fall apart i don't mm-hmm. know have you seen her lately like, it, it looks good it, it, it looks, looks like terrible um, it's like diaper super diaper booty it's, it's so, a mess it's, it's mm-hmm. terrible it's yeah. no. I said it's a mess. Oh, yeah, it is a mess. Yeah. So, what was her argument? Like, she yeah, just how like did she... she said, you know, when she was hanging out with Black Paris Hilton, <laughs> oh, um, you know, she kind of had crazy. a little, little, you know. But I was like, them was booty pads. She put it right. on. Like, <laughs> Come on. Okay. <laughs> LA, honey. They had ass pads since, like, the, the late 90s. Okay, right. <laughs> yes. They've been doing ass shots. Niggas just catching on like shit. But it's 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 too much though. It's it's definitely but too much. Even with like the ass pad, it's like it's too much. It's why you gotta do all that? Because they want to be black. I mean, they do want to be black. It's an However, aesthetic. It's, it's like, like a look. You, know, you gotta first of all put all of that shit on. I just, I just okay. go out with that Everybody shit and make sure that so shit don't. Black. Okay, but don't nobody want to be no nobody. Don't nobody want to be no nigga. Straight up, Paul <laughs> Mooney said it best. Cause I dare wish somebody was one for me. Sometimes, see, I would know the struggle. <laughs> but then again, ain't not like being black. Right on. Say it loud. This is hot. What'd you put on here? Spicy. Um, there's just some red pepper flakes on there. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is a special spark and pour edition. We got a little app. Cause okay, so I will tell you one thing (laughs) that I have discovered about uh, Miss Erin. Okay. Um, the motherfucking goat. Like you. You will not go hungry nor right, thirsty. Nor thirsty, ever. Nor thirsty. Very great host. So she got us set up, you know. What, to let them know what's on the menu. Okay, yeah. So, you know, I just, I've, I've just come from a family where, like, hospitality has always been a thing. You know, even when we have very small gatherings, it's all about putting out the different things that you have because like different people come by and you don't want people to be hungry so mm-hmm. we have a you know a light fruit tray to start folks off and just clear off the palate with yes. some some nice pears <laughs> and um blackberries and then we also have some fresh guacamole and pico de gallo mm. Uh, mm. with some jalapeno um flavored a restaurant style tortilla chips. Yes, um, and then some homemade flatbreads on um, ciabatta crust with the garlicky kale, um, some pancetta, 
some garlic slivers mm. and top it off a nice um, spicy tomato sauce. So, yeah. And some delicious four roses. Boom. That's um, what we're pouring. Yeah. Quality, quality, quality Midwestern bourbon. Midwest? Yes. Why? Uh, <laughs> so why when I went to buy the four roses, so I go to the store and I go to the counter and I asked the lady, I was like, yes, can I get uh, four roses? And she was like, four rosés? I was like, no. <laughs> Ma'am. <laughs> you know what? Actually, you know what? Yes. Forget it. You know what? Yes, I will have four rosés. Thank you. <laughs> Bring them up. She was like, I just sold three. Anything is possible. I was like, you're right. However, um, the bourbon. Give me what I asked. <laughs> she was like, okay. Deborah. Deborah. <laughs> I said four roses, Deborah. <laughs> Yo! Deborah, with a straight face. Give me what I asked. Damn, Rose. This is Wednesday. Why are we going with four bottles of Rose? <laughs> Maybe anything so, like she said. Right. Well, I mean, anything I should have. Right. I should have bought some rose. I mean, for y'all and oh, all of your amazingness. Girl, please. You know, I mean, but. We do have some champagne. We can toast to our accomplishments. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have it. So, you know, don't be on my. On the sparks and pours, IG all hard talk about. Can I get a show with Aaron? No, no, no. Aaron no, no, no. doesn't do shows. It's right, right. It's not a catering service. This is something she, <laughs> she will kick you out, and you would have to pay for her to do your show. Good. You pay her to be on her show. Okay. There is a short list of people who are not allowed. Right. <laughs> I legit had to be penciled in, like, and so did uh, Carlin Shay. Like, we were working around her schedule, so. <laughs> Friday, came to Tuesday, Wednesday. <laughs> Everybody's right. Booked. Here it is. Booked right. and busy. <laughs> booked as, and busy. As we like to say, yes. Booked and busy. So let's go ahead and get into the pour because I, you know, I definitely want to hear about some of the great things that you all have done and are doing within this short period of time of of life that you've had. So, um. <laughs> Yes, so I guess Carla, since I introduced you last, you know, I go last. No, you can start <laughs> first, girl. Oh. We gonna oh, we gonna get down to the nitty gritty. Shall be first. Hi, oh. hey, 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 shall be. That's amen. Amen. Shall be greater than that. That's right. Oh, but really quick before we get into that, let's. I would like to make a toast. Oh, yeah, Um, so I would like to toast to you, ladies. Uh, definitely thank you for being a part of the Sparks and Pours podcast. And I would like to toast to your successes. And I definitely wish you much success in the future with what you have going on. And yeah, go yeah. you. Yeah. You are awesome. Yeah, Woo. Awesome. Mm-mm. Okay. Yeah, get, some, you can get y'all some of this Four Roses now. It's good. It's good bourbon. And you can drink it neat. Yeah. yeah. Which is the great part about it. I actually like the lemonade added to it. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Take a yeah, I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not there yet. <laughs> I'm not that girl. Okay? I'm not that girl yet. <laughs> I can't. Okay. okay. Hello, everyone. Good evening. Um, I don't even know where to begin. So, first of all, yes. To begin, because I hit you, you're not even from 
DC. No, I am not from DC. So I'm how did from... you get up here? Well, let me, girl. Okay, so <laughs> literally, I was like, you know what? I need to move. I like my job in North Carolina. However, I need to like flourish in another area. And of course, like DC has always been like where I wanted to be because my ace Juju is here, and I just wanted to be like in the federal mix. Mix, yes. <laughs> Thank you, Karen. Um. So yeah, and so literally, I was like applying for jobs every day. Like always, to myself, consistency is key. I literally yeah, applied yeah. for a job every day. Literally one job every day. So I was like, okay, by the time my birthday, May, I'm going to be in D.C. Mm -hmm. This was like in January. On top of that, my mother writes me a letter um, New Year's Eve and was like, Carla, I'm so proud of you. Like, however, I want you to leave the nest. (laughs) And it's time for you to fly. you here however <laughs> you need to get somewhere else <laughs> but it was in a good way it was a really like heartfelt letter like mm-hmm. and my mom like we're me and my mom we talk but she's never written like something it's something about handwritten letters that's just yeah. like so meaningful it's a different, different, level, it's a different like, level right communication yeah. so i was like yo like i don't know if my mama trying to like carry me or if she's trying to like motivate me but at the same time i was like this is what i needed to get out you know yes, what I mean? like i need push. yeah i needed that push mm-hmm. so i literally and she doesn't know this but i literally kept her note oh. in my work bag oh, every day i brought it I, I, I kept the letter in my work bag every day i'm like i'm applying for a job so boom i'm like mommy i apply for this job like i'm i'm applying in dc i applied to dc for jobs in dc in texas and i think georgia mm-hmm. yeah those are like the top three places that i wanted to go and so, like, in all of the places that I applied, I was, like, getting interviews, like, phone interviews, and just, like, some of the jobs weren't, like, what I really wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So, this, by March, I'm getting interviews in D.C. I'm like, oh, okay. So, I'm shaking. Is. So, I'm shaking. He'll so, right. <laughs> he will do it. He'll do it. So, yes, Danny. So, um, <laughs> I'm applying. Come up here. Interview. And I think it was Fairfax County where I had my first interview. And it was cool, but it was like, no, like the, you know how like you go into an interview, like, yeah, I'm going to bomb it, but then you go and see the culture and it's like, nah. Because like, that's an important part of it. Yeah, yeah like really culture is really like the main thing because I really want to come to work and like work yeah, you know, yeah, where I'm at, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, cool, but not really my thing. So boom, I'm like, I'm not going to give up. Fast forward two weeks later. FSI Foreign Service Institute. That's where I currently work. Um, they called me for a job interview, and I'm like, "What? Like this is <laughs> ideal? Like, right. like this, this is, is above my league, basically, yeah. or whatever." You weren't even thinking. Weren't even thinking that. So I come for an interview. Love it. Like everybody that I interview with, nice. it was like amazing. So I interviewed, but they called me. It was like, "We love you." However, we think that you would be better at another position. And I was like, mm. okay, like, is that better? <laughs> like, is y'all just like, Am I elevated? Right, or... like, wait. So I was like, right. whatever, whatever. I'm on a mission, so all right, I'll take it. 
Mm-hmm. Boom. Interviewed at the next um, at the next uh, department, which was retirement, which was cool because that's where I came from in a department in North Carolina. Okay. So I get to the interview, and there's like, of course, nobody that looks like me. But I'm like, all right, this could be cool. Like in my mind, mentally, I'm like, I just need to get to DC. Like whatever job that I get mm-hmm. is not going to be like. A permanent job like it's just okay. for me to make donald yeah I'm, like, I'm, but i'm i'm in south east i'm loving it okay i'm loving it i'm on pennsylvania avenue okay the ice cream machine is working okay because i'm here all right how about that how about that <laughs> you want to swirl or vanilla so i'm like all right so interview they seem cool and they seem like they like me so literally like 45 minutes after i interview they called me and was like when can you start Y'all, nice. I literally wanted damn near wreck my car. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, so I can just like shout and do yes. and feel every emotion. It was like this is what I've been asking for, mm-hmm. and this is where I feel like I need to be. And it happened. So fast forward, get the job, and of course they're like, oh, you know about employee benefits and HR I'm like yeah like I told y'all niggas that in the interview like why are y'all re-asking me this so I'm doing a whole retirement thing and then like three months into working there I could just tell like it was a different vibe from when I interviewed Mm -hmm. and that's fine like you get like once you kind of get comfortable in a position you're like all right I see what it is but at the same time I am a very um straightforward type of person Mm -hmm. so when I feel a vibe like I don't let it linger because if I let it build up it's not going to be a good situation especially not in the workplace right so out of 25 (laughs) employees in my department there was two people that looked like me and one of them were managers so yeah real tough and I dealt with it, but it's like, is this really life? Like, I do not want to come to work and feel like I don't have nobody to... No relation at all. I need a T moment. Okay, you're right. You know what I mean? I need a sister moment. At least one. Right, somebody that you can go to who will actually understand where you're coming from. Where I'm coming from and and where I'm trying to go. You know what I mean? Because Becky... I don't get it, Carla. You did what? You came from North Carolina to what? Alright. Never mind. So, that's the order that told her manager like, hey. Deborah. 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 Get your ass. Go get the roses. Okay. Because you're about to piss me off. I'm already pissed. So, I'm clearly doing my job. Mind you, when I get to this position, they put a system, Adobe InDesign, on my computer that nobody else has, which is fine. But if you want me to learn the software, I feel like you need to have like a trainer or a trainer trainer set up for me so right. I can learn it. Oh no. You learn it on your own. Like this is the only computer that has it so you figure it out. So I'm like, y'all want me to figure out how to use Adobe in design but not give me resources to do it. Like where's even the book that came with it? Where's Say the no more. So my <laughs> InDesign is like a 
Um, it's like a design and layout. Yeah, like a de- design and application layout where you write or make like magazines or yeah, books, publications, whatever. Publications whatever. and shit. Mm-hmm. I, I know nothing. Look, I know nothing about that. Right. However, I'm like, okay, if this isn't my job title, like I need to learn how to do it. Right. Boom. I figure out how to do it. God knows how, because I'm literally YouTube in between the IT people. <laughs> like I'm like, yo, how do you the do this shit? To do it though. Oh, yeah. the yeah. You, know, so you will learn quick. some shit. They thought I was like the internet. Yeah, using up YouTube. Use your Google. Use your Google. <laughs> Please. So that's Please. what I'm doing, and they're like, oh, we need these books, mind you, with the retirement seminar. There's like 320 people in a class, and we had a yeah. That's the yeah. That's a lot to do, and you have to make all the books for three hundred and twenty people. But the course <laughs> is a week long, so okay. that's three hundred and twenty times four. Mm-hmm. Great, right? So <laughs> in my millennial mind, I'm like, wait, why are we doing four books for all four days? Like, can we just consolidate to one book? Like, this right. is stupid. <laughs> and they're like, well, and wasteful, and wasteful. <laughs> Time and paper. You're killing trees. So she's like, um, well, I never looked at it like that. I'm like, well, you should because, like, this is a lot of work. Like, not that I'm not capable of doing the work. However, I could be using my time more wisely than printing 320 books. Yeah, smarter. Let's work smarter. Yeah, definitely. So boom. Fast forward. I figure out how to do these books. She's still micromanaging me. Like saying little slick shit, like, oh, um, what are reporting hours? What are your reporting hours? I said between eight fifteen and eight thirty. <laughs> oh well, Tuesday you came in at eight thirty-five. Okay, but if you don't get off my five minutes, okay. what? Documenting like the time clocking me. I was like, oh, all right, bet. I'm writing this shit down. I had a developmenting, developmental meeting with her, and I was like. Um, I feel like I'm working in a hostile environment, working environment, and it makes me uncomfortable. Like, I don't know what, how your managing style is, but I can't function like that. And yeah. she's like, oh, well, how? And she's like, I don't feel like I'd connect with you. And I'm like, on what level? How are we going to connect? How are we going to connect? I've been here... Four months right, now. and so you the haven't well, tried to get to know so, me or anything. Right, fast forward, it was on a personal level. So I was like, you know what? At this place, like I am way much better than this, than this position. In my mind, I was like, I only need this job to get in DC, and that's what the fuck I did. Like mission accomplished. Here we are. Right. So on to the next. On to the next. Long story short, yeah. all of this is happening. I'm still applying today. One job a day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> One job a day. Got that note for. Job is a job. Yeah. Right. Yes. Back to square you one. You always got to be looking. You can never be Consi- complacent. Never ever. be complacent. So fast forward, my job only been on this job for eight months now, and I get an interview in consular affairs. This is where I work. And, awesome. Right. And because I was thinking, so like, much. does she still work there? Because right. yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> not a good look. She's on every. So, yeah. so we yeah. do. So now you have the yeah. new job, girl. No games. <laughs> no games. I'm like, I can't be that bold because. <laughs> I need my little government coins. I need that coin. Me too. So, However, 
Yes. So you've moved Show on me. to a, a new job, a new position. Yes, yeah, so I moved on to a new position. And it's so crazy because, like, when I interview, and yes, I still work at the same place, but just in a different building, in a different department, doing okay. something totally different. Nice. So, and he will. And so... I interviewed during working hours because I'm like, I'm not taking off days to freaking. <laughs> Wait, I'm not taking off days <laughs> to, uh, <laughs> to interview <laughs> Bonus, yes. Bonus. What I want to do so, is miss work. <laughs> what I want to do is miss work and mess with my PTO time. So, I. <laughs> Y'all, this is so crazy because I came into work. Mind you, I'm always like dressed professional or whatever. But this day, I came in there with like a suit, a whole like suit and booted. Suited and booted, okay? Them up. It's tailored. It's tailored. I've ever been before. Ever, ever. You had the plastic on the joint. I'm like, what you doing today? Right. Where are you going? You got to be in. That's exactly what I said. In my business, aren't you? I already know the answer. They were like, Carly, you look so professional and so dressed up today. I was like, yeah, I'm going to the Haiti embassy after work. And and I really was, but like that was my line. Like, y'all not about to know what I'm doing. Mind you, my interview was at 3.30. So... What you don't know is, I'm going down the hall. I'm going across the street. Amazing. So you get you you interview for the job. Yeah, interview for the job. Literally it, another forty five minutes later, they called yeah. me back and was like, "Hey, quick turn on that right." Day. I'm like, "I ain't never <laughs> do which is crazy." Like once you're in internal, forty five. <laughs> once you're internal, it's like you're good. The same day. Yes. Good. So all of that happened, and I'm like, "Oh, they know like, right for me." Are you sure? Um. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was like, wow, like that's really fast. And they were like, well, you and like two other people were just like checking references or whatever. And I'm like, okay. So I'm thinking like, damn, if they had another person, like they not gonna pick me, and they're gonna wonder why I'm moving literally across the hall, you know? So was your old job a reference or no? And see, that's the thing. That's the you might, you might have... right. That, and they... or, that felt like an automatic. Note. And the fact that they saw like she my resume on the clock, on the clock, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, um, the person that I interviewed, she happened to know my colleague, and oh, like. Shit. <laughs> did an informal reference there. Mind you, I didn't put them on there, but they was just calling a check. And luckily, me and that person was cool. And she was like, yeah, like, Carla would be amazing over there. Like, we don't want to see her go, but she would be well, amazing. Well, that's good. That's yeah. good that they were able to let you go and, like, let you do your thing. Yeah. Like, so, but this is the funny part. And... So, that happened or whatever. And then, like, my manager, she comes in and she was like, um... You interview with a contract <laughs> fair office, and I was like, "Yes." That's the part I've been waiting. And she was like, <laughs> and "The shade, <laughs> okay, the shade." And she was like, "I was like, yeah." And she was like, "Um, no one called me." I said, "Why would Ooh. they call you?" And she was like, "For a reference." I said, "I didn't put you down as one. Ooh. Like, why would I put you down as a reference so you could sabotage my fucking right. career? Like, lady, bye. My last day is on the night." Bye. Like, <laughs> good day, Deborah. 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 We're done. We're, We're done. done. So, y'all remember Boom. how all those books I told y'all that I had to do, right? Yeah. 
I completed all these books before the April um, session or whatever. And prior to me leaving, I left in the middle of a month-long course. And I was like, no, screw y'all. Like, you want to, you need to be nice to your employees. And I always tell managers this. And and I always have, like, a manager mindset. Like, if I was an employee or if I was a manager, I would want to treat my employees like how I would want to be treated. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, at some point... You got to step back and be like, hey, what is what am I doing as a manager to make people want to leave? Right. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> I was like, fuck that. Like, dropping like flies. Dropping like flies. What's going and on over there? That is like, I haven't even been here a year yet and I'm out of here. Like, that yeah. is a representation of you and your managing yeah. style. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah, your leadership. Like and I've mentioned it to you. Like, it's not like this is something new to you. I told you how I felt and how I feel like you're micromanaging makes me uncomfortable like i am 30 years old do not put sticky notes on my desk following the email stating the same thing that is a problem i just don't like when people are just over my shoulder period yeah literally and figuratively yes i don't like i'll let you know when i'll, I'll let and you, you need know to when. Chill. yeah and i get it but like that just showed me that her life is her job and me i'm like when i clock out of this bitch at five like I am not really thinking about y'all. Unless there has I'm, to be more. There has to be more. There is there more. Is more. There is and more. There is more. And you and don't have get me wrong. Like if job. y'all email me or they call me on some work shit, like all right, fuck it. Like I'll respond. But when I leave work, I'm not thinking about no retirement shit. No. <laughs> so boom, where I am now? Consular affairs, amazing. Like dealing with. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> When you don't have regular water, when you don't but have, it has... When you have sparkling, sparkling water. sparkling water. Okay. There's a fizz. So, um... Something. Peach. Peach. And it's flavored. And it's flavored. Yeah, bad and bougie. That's good. Georgia. Well, all right. You gotta love her, Cedar. Right. Um, yeah, so I work in consular affairs now, and... Basically, it's I deal with all the counselors that are going to new posts. And for those that do not know what a counselor is, it is an official representative of the government of one state in the territory of another, normally acting to assist and protect citizens of the consul's own country. Basically, <laughs> um, to dumb that to down. Dumb this shit down. Whatever. <laughs> it's like, no. Basically, it's a person protecting U.S. citizen and foreign soil. Mm-hmm. So, say like, um, Jew is working in Dubai. All right. Embassy. She was working in an embassy in Dubai, and the consular is basically in charge of her. So, like, if she needs, like, family issues or where to look for schools for her children or if she gets arrested, the consular is the one that goes and... Basically, the rescuer. All right. Yeah, for U.S. citizens on different territories. So, what I do is I help the counselors transition to those posts. So I research the posts that they're going to mm. and then I give them all the information that they asked for prior to coming to our training. Wow. Yes. In some of the countries I've never heard of in my life. I can't even pronounce them, but I'm like, you're going where? <laughs> all right, cool. <laughs> give me three days. Right? That's K-Y? That's K-M-U-What? 
where, where is the vow? Where is the vow? <laughs> and so I love it because it's like a total different experience from people that are leaving State Department versus the people that are coming into the mm-hmm. State Department. And it's like they're excited to represent the United States, but also nervous because they're going into unknown territory because mm-hmm. most countries right now of course as you hear in the news um (laughs) they're not really rocking with the united states so it's like do i really want to go to such and such right you know what i mean like certain countries are not hip with just like for instance the situation in russia like we had a consular training course and 60 of the diplomats got expelled and 10 of those were in our course so oh, we wow. had to drop them because they had to transition somewhere else, meaning they could not come back to the States, wow. which is crazy. That, yeah, yes. that is very crazy. You yeah. are dealing with some real-life shit. The real-life shit on yeah. a day-to-day. Yeah. Like, and then the stuff that's like I, on the news, it's like, it's real, but it's not like real. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like. So, uh, like, as... Yes. Wow, so... Uh, <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> I'm going to leave it there. Right there. Mm-hmm. So, with this transition mm-hmm. that you have made and just being up here, like, what challenges have you faced, especially with the situation with you being only the... You, it was you and one other person. Mm-hmm. Like, like me? Yeah. yeah. Did you, like, was there ever any adversity situations where, like, people came at you sideways and you had to be like, okay, wait, are you just, like, dumb as shit? Or do you, like, really not know what you're saying right now? Yeah, and half the time was, like, what I have learned about people that do not look like me is that they really honestly don't be knowing. And <laughs> And it's like simply put, yeah. It's, simply put, it's like slightly nerve wracking, but it's like, bitch, you really don't know, and yeah. I'm about to school you. Like you got the right, wrong one, and I'm, I gotta help you. Yeah, but don't say that shit again. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. and you just gotta like let people know, like you can like do a clap back in a professional way. Like some mm. of them really, like one girl, she was from Texas, and she ain't really been around people that look like other than her yeah so it was like some of the stuff that she would say i was like shorty don't say that ever again <laughs> in your life and i'm not laughing you're so funny carla yeah i'm funny but don't say that shit mm. and don't talk about black panther in the staff meeting negatively thank you wakanda wakanda forever what can you say negative girl we gonna get on that you're right (laughs) but yeah so like not really just yeah i think it's just like i said like people really genuinely don't know Mm -hmm. but some of that shit is like uh act like i feel like you know you just be trying it just to see if i'm gonna be the angry mad black woman right that you kind of want me to be but not really i mean no, where I'm at right now, like every, and that's the thing. When people are diverse, mm-hmm. they really have an open mind to like other cultures and other people. Whereas people have been stuck in one place. It's like that's all they know. That's all they're used to. So when something different comes, it's like, oh, you do what? You eat? You don't eat what? Yeah. Oh, you don't eat chicken? No, I don't eat chicken. Oh, like, for real? You don't eat chicken? No, I don't eat chicken. Oh. So, <laughs> Okay. Yeah, like yeah. we would have like potlucks at work, and I'm just like, I don't. They were like, you never eat. And I'm just like, because I don't want this shit. I don't want it. And this. <laughs> y'all brought cat hair in it, Deborah. <laughs> <laughs> cat hair in it, Deborah. 
domestic posts mm -hmm. so all of their jobs have been in like like my manager he's coming from china i'm nice. like screw you like but he's super cool so I've... yeah like all the people are very like diverse they speak different languages that's nothing sweet like now that i am like in this position i was like that is my goal while i'm here is to learn a language nice i don't know what language but Learn them all. Right, you can do that. I'm gonna learn a language. Now with now with your job, Erin, do you like is there any type of like are you dealing with any international or with the student loans or is it mainly just no, America US it's, um, student loans? It's like it's federal higher mm -hmm. education finance. So it's strictly with the federal portfolio and the private loan portfolio. So essentially when you apply for federal loans through a FAFSA form. You're applying for a direct loan. Mm -hmm. And a direct loan is a loan that comes directly from the Department of Education. Mm -hmm. um, so because it's a federal product, naturally there are some laws and regulations and guidance that the department creates, but also that's created through legislation that governs how the loan is supposed to be dispersed, mm -hmm. how much you can get, you know who's all the eligible terms and for conditions. It, all the terms and conditions for it. Okay, and they also take care of the servicing in. Mm -hmm. So once your loans go into repayment, there are also a whole set of like rules and regulations around how they're supposed to treat you mm -hmm. as you repay this loan. Like what are the terms in which what type of payment plans you may be eligible for based off of the type of loan you had. Mm -hmm. um, there are like thresholds where people may qualify for forgiveness if they're like terminally disabled or different things like that. So like there are other different there are like different things that um, you know federal legislation is attached to. You have federal guidance that also kind of governs how that works. Um, and then there's another small part because like for the most part, the federal market is like the ball game when it mm -hmm. comes to student loans. Um, the private lending market is a very very small piece of the larger pie. Mm -hmm. um, but... Is private like Sally Mae? Um, Sally Mae is a company that does lend private loans. Sure. Yes. <laughs> but Sally Mae also uh, yeah. used to be a contractor for the federal government to service, oh. um, you know, uh, federal student loans. They also um, held federal student loans at a certain point because there was a point in which there, are a lot, there was an opportunity for the private sector to like guarantee the loans so like when you when you take out a loan like a federal student loan mm -hmm. is bonded by something like there's something holding that money to say like there's an obligation that you'll like repay okay this. and they're like there are people who make an investment on the front end it's normally for a federal loan it's the American taxpayer that mm -hmm. make the investment on the front end to give you this loan so you can do what you said you was going to do with it. Right. <laughs> but also you do it with the promise of you being in a position to pay it back. Right. 
But and, and but you know what people interesting. But also <laughs> what's important, what's an important you. part of this <laughs> what's a very win. important part of this <laughs> is based off federal statute, by law, you're entitled to a payment that you can't afford. Mm. Right. So that's mm. always like the caveat because you know, that is a relative term, though. Like, but listen, mm-hmm. for, and it's not, it's not, de- it's not defined Baby. by statute. <laughs> but it's not defined by <laughs> affordability. Is not defined by statute. Mm-hmm. However, affordability is a subjective term. Therefore, it, it really we need to make sure that our systems work to, you know, solve for that adjustment. Mm-hmm. That that the the special nature. You know what I'm saying of what people can honestly afford because most people when they take out a debt they don't want to run out on the debt you know people don't do that intentionally they want to make right good they on the debt. don't want to I didn't want to you, but I have you want to make, <laughs> you want to make that's what I'm doing you want to make good on the debt but right. the hard part is is that how how can we as a government right a government that's created for the people by the people expect for folks to have to choose food right or housing right or transportation or whatever it is for us to still be able to still pay the taxes to help fund the system yes um over a student paying a student loan Mm -hmm. any 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 debt you know mm -hmm. i mean any 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 yeah so like we have to make sure that our like we have to make sure that people are in a position where they can like make the best decisions that they need to make for themselves from a financial perspective, but we also need to make sure that like our systems work to help support that. You know, like it has to be the foundation of that. Like if the foundation is set where the systems work properly, mm-hmm. to and, like take care of like whatever the random variable is mm-hmm. for said person, then we'd be able to support everything else. And that foundation would be, like, stuff as far as, like, jobs, like, what you're making at your job? Or I mean, what... yeah. I mean, it's all of these things. Do they lie? Who? Do most people lie about what they can mm-hmm. afford and what they can't? No. Oh, okay. No. It ain't no lie. I lying. think people are they very honest. Your, uh, and I mean, but they, and there's a way to check it. I mean, it's, oh, okay. it's your, it's they your adjusted, it. it's not your gross <laughs> income. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's your they based it off your adjusted income. Oh, mm-hmm. I see. Because like okay. gross income includes a whole lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah it, you know, does. It, includes, it does. It does benefits. Yeah, you know benefits. You know it includes a oh, whole bunch of other stuff mm-hmm. that you ended up paying for. So it's your adjusted income. But even with people's adjusted income, because they also they don't check for locality. Mm. So like if you think about it, like forty five thousand dollars in DC looks a lot different. With like forty five dollars in Greensboro, North Carolina. definitely, <laughs> definitely, damn right. They were like forty five will get you a lot <clears throat> further in Greensboro than it would in DC because your rent eleven hundred. Right, it's true. It's slightly right, not, it's slightly <laughs> not. I legit was look. So first of all, I, I was a townhouse. I, <laughs> <laughs> Backyard. Okay, <laughs> everything, backyard, <laughs> front yard. It was, it was cheap down there. Oh, so but um, the uh, what's name? What? Else? So I was watching the news today, and it was saying that um, oh my gosh, I just lost my train of thought. Oh, it was saying that like DC is like supposed to be. The uh, like, like a good place for like millennials to be or whatever. I think it is 
though. But when it comes to the rent part, oh yeah, that's where it goes People south. Because yeah, when you live in a major city, <clears throat> most of your money goes to your rent. Mm-hmm. Like I, I had to buy a house. It was like I couldn't afford to get totally. a bigger apartment. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, makes sense, like I couldn't afford it. it to get a one bedroom in the mm-hmm. city where mm-hmm. I was living, we can't. It's part it. of my mortgage right. now, still now. Yeah, even with me paying property taxes, still now. Not so, with your job, how long have you been working at your? So I've uh, been at the bureau for three at the years. CFPB. Yeah. Okay, and where, where? Where? So where were you before then? So okay. I worked on the hill. Ah. <laughs> Are you gonna tell the people? You gonna um, about the hill? Are you gonna tell anybody? Now that everyone knows. Back in the day, <laughs> so, but everyone said nobody that. knows what Aaron does because you know it's it's fine. It's but fine. yeah, so I worked on the hill for Maxine Waters for four years. It Come was, on, Maxine! It was an amazing. Nice. It was arguably like. <laughs> Uh, but people don't understand, like, working on the hill is like going to college, like, all over again. Oh, that's it's, interesting. College is interesting. It's, I mean, because it's, there's, there's it's, um, if you think about it, <laughs> Capitol Hill within itself is, like, a microcosm of America. Mm, that's it's, scary. It's scary. Mm. It's literally one person from every community mm. across the United States. Mm. Mm. One that's representative. Very true. So you got people from all over. You got people with Damn different Oregon. beliefs. <laughs> yeah. You know, wow. I mean, it's everywhere. It's a lot. So like it, it feels like college in a sense because college is very similar. Mm-hmm. You know, it's you get people from every people from everywhere, where? and we're coming to one place to do one thing. Yeah, and it's crazy. I mean, you learn a lot about the mm-hmm. way that things work in this country. You learn mm-hmm. a lot about yourself. Mm-hmm. You learn a lot about other people, which is also very important. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a great experience. It was a really great experience. A lot of long hours. I can only yeah. imagine, like, Sheesh. especially, like, when they're up there, you know, trying to decide on a bill. And, yeah. Uh, have you ever, like, been a part of that experience? Yeah. I mean, oh, that's like, pretty there are cool. definitely times in which <clears throat> you're, like, in the office all night watching the floor. Mm. Like, I mean, you know, the great thing about that job was, like, one day was, like, never like the same as the uh, right yeah which is that's now that's yeah. interesting in yeah. a job where you don't yeah, you're not doing always, the same thing every single day it was always something new right every day it didn't matter what it was so like what's like one of the craziest <laughs> situations that you can recall or that you can even talk about discuss <laughs> right because <laughs> what right. i don't want that is <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> yeah. Or has there ever, or like the craziest thing that you've ever seen? Ah, because other people have seen it mm-hmm. or it's been reported. Therefore, you should be careful. I wish I had like In some royalties, but unfortunately I don't. But well, I still want to say, mm-hmm. you're right. I think it's very cute. <laughs> <laughs> Always. Um, swish, swish. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I don't know you. I don't know you. <laughs> You don't know me. <laughs> We're gonna no. keep it that way, right? But the government shutdown was a really interesting yeah. time. Oh wow, um, yeah, that I re- was that was very interesting. The Obama inauguration. Oh wow, were also very cool. I mean, I got a chance to do a lot of cool stuff. 
I got a chance to see a lot of cool stuff, be a part of some really important stuff. Um, um that like matters to a lot of people. Have wait, 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 wait. You just said Obama. <laughs> Obama, okay. Gosh, gosh. Can we just take a moment? Jelly, I'm jelly. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Damn, that was some good time. Bring Obama back. Bring him back. But have you have Michelle. you ever met Obama? No, I've never. Oh, oh. What about okay. Michelle? No, I've never met. I've been in the same places as they are. Okay, okay. Have I ever met them personally? I would. Oh my god, I'd be sure. Mr. Obama, if I ever met Michelle and Barack, like they're homies, (laughs) I'd have big like shoe (laughs) rabbits. Wait. I've been actually debating because I saw that she, you know, or she was coming from a soul cycle oh. class. So I've been debating like joining soul cycle just because of Michelle, Michelle about like there may, uh, we now may you know join soul cycle a, class is handpicked. It, it could be. I don't know. But it was, like it was intense. <laughs> <laughs> so where, so what are you, what are you doing now or what are you working on now as far as your career? And cause I mean, you've only been with, uh, the CFPB for a short time. So is yeah. there like, do you, you know, you're moving on up, you've done different things. Yeah. So, I mean, I've gotten a chance to do some incredible stuff at the bureau. It's been a great opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, I've really been blessed like career wise is like the opportunities that have been presented to me. And I'm like immensely thankful for that. Um, but I'm actually going back to grad school. Mm-hmm. So oh, nice. I'm really excited about that. Congratulations. Yes. Woo. <laughs> that is awesome. So I'm like kind of like transitioning at the moment, which is great. Cause I have like a super awesome boss, mm-hmm. a very mm-hmm. awesome small team. Um, and we all love each other very much. So it's good. You know, I can't complain. Like I think endings are really important. Mm-hmm. I think oftentimes like people are always like looking for new beginnings, but like mm-hmm. you have to find like the beauty in the endings as well. Yeah. Saying goodbye. Right. 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 You know? So I'm just like living in that, mm-hmm. that moment. Nice. And, so um, where are you, where are you going to school or like, do you know yet or yes. So I do know. <laughs> So I got into Harvard. Hey! <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. Yes. That is uh, amazing. <laughs> right. That is amazing. Harvard. Nice. Yeah, so it's really. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh. Okay, so this is the thing. No, this is the thing. gonna save us all. This is the thing. So you and. Malia are yeah. team up. about to be hello. Oh my god, team up! Y'all oh, are about to be besties. <laughs> there's the there it is. There's the tunnel right there. Team up, team up. Definitely, you you all can bump bump. Oh my god! Oh my gosh! I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. I didn't see you there, Malia. I'm, I'm Aaron. What? You're Mal- Malia. You right? don't understand. Like this is truly. Like the year of like black girl magic, mm-hmm. I don't definitely, think for sure, definitely. I don't think that people understand that. So I think it's gonna be a lot of good energy mm-hmm. on campus, and I think nice. there will definitely be opportunities to, you know, 
create better spaces mm-hmm. for all of us. Yes. Nice. So I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited again, about again, learning. It's save us. Learning right. as much as I possibly Definitely. can. And, and what's the, um, so what will you be going to grad school for so at Harvard? It's, a, <laughs> <laughs> it's well, a degree in um, education policy and management. Mm. Okay. So it'll be nice. interesting. So, so there's like, you know, a managerial mm-hmm. um, perspective of it when you're thinking about like building systems and creating pathways for like things to work properly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's also an education policy part, which is you know, very much all of the things that I love and what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited about what I can bring to the classroom too. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I know, you know, oftentimes like these opportunities are like few. Mm-hmm. So, you know, being able to have the experiences that I have and like talk to like future generations of like policymakers and decision makers within this space um, and hit them to like what I've seen and what I know mm-hmm. and um, the things that are going on. To kind of change their perspective as to how they see things and how they may approach different issues is like really exciting. Nice. Well, congratulations. That's super awesome. Like, that's really, really good. I know you're excited about that. No, I'm really excited. I'm excited for the change. Mm -hmm. Excited to kind of get out of crazy DC. (laughs) (laughs) Because things were like cool and then like everything just went left. Right. (laughs) Totally left. It's it's definitely a new place. I mean, I can only imagine, especially you, you know, yeah, being I mean, in, in, involved. Coming in during the Obama years, the Obama years were great. I mean, especially coming from an HBCU and... Ooh, where'd you go? To the illustrious... Ooh. Come on, North man. Carolina Agricultural Ooh. and Technical State <laughs> she hit University. Ooh, that ain't pride. so um you know it was just a really exciting time like the obama years was a really exciting it was an exciting time to be black Mm -hmm. yeah definitely a young person Mm -hmm. and like on the cusp of like all of like this was like most of our first presidential election. Yeah, oh, yeah. definitely. The Obama years. Yeah. So it was and like... we actually had a chance to vote. Yeah. Uh, right, yeah. Um, so it was, it was a really... So it was great. Yeah. We had a great, we had a great run. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was beautiful. Um, but we can get back, though. There's, uh, we there's, can get back. Uh, if you're alive and well, there's hope, I guess. If you're alive and well, there's hope. We can hope. get back. Um, Gotta keep You know, so that's why why endings are important. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Close out this chapter. We're gonna get some more knowledge. Get some more, some more money, some more opportunities. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Make sure that we're all straight. So Mm -hmm. absolutely, which is very important. That is the goal. Everyone's straight. Yes, and and Shay, you you pretty much work on new beginnings as far as. Because I leave jobs every day. <laughs> <laughs> consistency, Shay. Consistency. Come on. No, but you know, working, you know, um, in the, uh, you know, just basically in the justice department, and especially dealing a lot with reentry. You know, as far as new beginnings, mm-hmm. those new beginnings. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, new beginning. No, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> new beginnings are great. Um, 
the the truth is when people talk like right now we're in second chance month um but when we talk about the people that I have the pleasure of working with every day, oftentimes they've never had a first chance. And so when we really look at, you know, how blessed we are to even be here and yeah. sitting, mm-hmm. right? Definitely. Um, and I'm so passionate about the work that I do because had it not been for Grace, um, you know, it could have looked a lot different for me. <laughs> for all of us. Yeah, definitely. So, for all of us. Definitely, but you've been to my hometown, you know. Yeah. So where? What's I mean? What's your hometown? (laughs) Where Where you from? Ohio. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So what's uh is I've never uh been to Columbus. My uncle Mike is from Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was like young, so I wasn't like out kicking it or whatnot. But (laughs) but I mean, is it like? bad environment i mean for those of us who don't know yeah what Columbus the is midwest like. is just and Anne's from detroit so like okay yeah, that's part of the reason we just are what we are but i mean it's just very different you're talking about mostly blue collar towns that uh-huh. when industries literally dried up mm-hmm. and the crack epidemic hit mm-hmm. like what did we think was gonna happen people didn't yeah. have jobs right um and so like the midwest still in my opinion has not ever recovered really from that no um so yeah i mean i certainly um my name my street was like safe but Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) five minutes around the corner (laughs) (laughs) not the same story i was talking to somebody like i've been hearing gunshots like pretty much my whole life yeah when we talk about trauma and Mm -hmm. this other stuff i mean but you know i went to private school so all was not it was like an hour away from my house. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Had to get busted. So, right. so yeah. what made you want to, want to get into your line of work? Like, did you, is that what you studied in school? Or was it your background solely that, like, made you want to? Yeah, great question. Know, get, um, I'm black. So, like, that's, first mm-hmm. of all, why, mm-hmm. why I'm interested. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> everyone in the prison system looks like me for the Mm -hmm. vast majority or they're brown Mm -hmm. um so that is fundamentally i think why um criminal justice reform interests me but beyond that yeah i mean i grew up like i said i was privileged enough to be bussed out of my neighborhood Mm -hmm. every day Mm -hmm. um but for my friends that were not by the time I was getting away, getting ready to go away to school, North Carolina A and T State University. Oh, I forgot Ooh. the illustrious. Yes, the illustrious, the illustrious. Never forget. Um, I had friends that were in the juvenile justice system, mm. getting ready to mm-hmm. transition into the adult system. So wow. You talk about literally the same zip code, right? But two totally different trajectories. So it's something that. Like, I never took lightly. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, so I studied poli-sci in undergrad, um, which certainly prepared me and, I think, fueled my passion. Like, I vividly remember uh, going to uh, Gina, Louisiana. People don't even remember the Gina 6, but, like... Yeah, yeah. the Gina 6. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Um, so you, oh, so you actually went down there. Yeah, wow. Like a group, a group, I know, yeah. right? Go back. Dang. We're old. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so, like... Yes, going down to Louisiana and being, like, literally in a town where it was, like, one way in, one way out. Mm -hmm. And, like, seeing the KKK, like, in person. Mm -hmm. Posted. Wow. Um, You know, that that does something to you, right? Yeah. And so, 
I work in government now, but it's just mm-hmm. an interesting space because at my core, I know I'm an activist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so yes. that makes for an interesting time as well. But fundamentally, like those type of experiences, I think help all inform why I do what I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Sure. So what um like I did a little bit of research I've seen that you were you a certain <laughs> So you were uh, uh, 30, for 30 under 30. You yeah. were one yeah. of the uh, recipients of that award. Oh, what yes. are some of the other accolades that you've... Oh, wow. Uh, you want me to give my credit? Yeah. <laughs> let let the people know. Yeah, let speech. people know. Because you I mean... me to print my resume. That, <laughs> come <laughs> to speak. But um, no. So yeah, I was honored to be uh, part of... Lord, was it 2016, Lord? Um, WKYS 39.9. Uh, 39.9. Shit. Yes. <laughs> I, I made 99. it sound real good. Yeah, you did. You did. You had worked there before. She would let me rock. So, yeah, so I was um, their top 30 under 31 year. So that was cool. And then I also was HBCU Buzz top 30 under 30. Nice. Um, it's also cool. So, yeah. Did you want? Um, <laughs> did you want more? <laughs> Keep going. Well, what else? Right, right. Well, what else? Well, what else? So, what are you like working on? Any projects? Like with you saying today that you got to visit the DC jail yeah. and experience that program. Like, yeah. do you have anything coming up yourself? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Um, so I get to work on a lot of cool projects. Um. One of them is the new Office of Neighborhood Safety and Engagement, which is trying to take a public health approach to public safety. Mm-hmm. We know that locking up people does not work fundamentally, and it mm-hmm. drains the system. It's not fiscally responsible. And so what other uh, services and programs can we provide to um, people that are at, at the most risk of being involved in criminal or violent behavior mm-hmm. and how can we support them so that's one of the really cool projects that I get to work on every day uh, as well as like I mentioned the Department of Corrections they have a new essentially a re-entry hub so when people are leaving, exiting from the jail they're literally coming into a space that is welcoming that hopefully will have people's families there mm-hmm. um, they can access both district services as well as nonprofits, connect to nonprofits mm-hmm. because really it's about building communities and helping people heal and so we have to have a system and support that actually allows that to happen wow wow yeah it's it right exactly <laughs> so um do you like do you ever work with anyone outside of dc like any organizations outside of dc like traveling to some of the other different places you know as far as uh yeah the justice and especially what's going on with just black america right now and mm-hmm. criminal justice and where we are like yeah it's interesting times yeah. We've Same come way. a long way, yeah, and, yeah. you know, there's people that fundamentally want to do away with that because it profits people. Like, prisons mm-hmm. are a multi-billion dollar industry, mm-hmm. so you don't just dismantle that overnight. Because mm-hmm. now you're talking about people's money and mm-hmm. talking about power. Right. Like, parts of pr- prison industries are s- sold on the stock market. 
Wow. Like, it's just, hmm. yeah, right. it's deep. So, yeah, but with my work, uh, again, I'm fortunate to be able to travel some with my work just to mm-hmm. see what's working in other places. Like, fundamentally, we can't get better until... You know, we go and see what else is out there, what works. Mm -hmm. And then also D.C. is a very unique place. So everything that works somewhere else isn't going to work in D.C. But, yeah, Mm -hmm. I was also uh, in just leadership. And so um, that was a year-long fellowship based in Harlem, New York. So that was also a really cool experience. Yeah. Wow. I I love New York. I just couldn't live there. (laughs) (laughs) Sensory overload. (laughs) Too much. Too much. Too much much in New York. Nice. So trash. Yes. Rats on the street. Oh my god, I saw rats. That was so big. Like a cat, right? You're like, what? I can't. I can't. can't. Debra. So, like, what's next for you all? Like, what do you all have lined up next? That's a heavy question. Yeah, yeah like, it's, it's a hard. Is it, is it a day yeah. by day type of thing? Like, you just go with the flow, you know, just see what you can do each and every day, and keep the magic going. For sure, keep the keep the the vibe good. I mean, like, I what is your motivation? But I think you have to be strategic. Though. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you have to know what you what you want, know what you're looking for, and tailor your opportunities to that. Mm-hmm. Know thyself. Yeah. yeah. That was nice. Know it's important yourself. to know who you are and what you want. Yeah. Um, you know, you have to feel empowered to make decisions for yourself, mm-hmm. which is very important. So, you should do that. Yeah. Nice for what? Nice for what? <laughs> Basically, <laughs> basically. Yeah, what Aaron said. <laughs> yeah, all of, all of that. Basically. I second. I'm um, second that. Third yeah. and fourth. Oh. <laughs> well, we're coming up on the last call. Drinks are about done. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> I've been done. As I said, right, right, right. Press, press. right. Yes. 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 <laughs> okay, organic. We're done here. Right. I've been done. You've been done. done. Right. However, right. So, last call. Any last words, ladies? Thank you for yeah, having yeah, us. Thank you for having yeah, us. Yeah, you know, thanks for coming. Uh, thanks, thanks for having us. Right. Uh, yes. Aaron, it's definitely amazing. thanks for the, the, what do you call it? The light refreshments. Oh, yeah. yeah they were the, light refreshments. The light refreshments. <laughs> <laughs> this is an ultimate uh, episode of Sparks and Pours. <laughs> um, so, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, this has been another episode of Sparks and Pours. Make sure to follow us on IG. So it's Sparks and Pours. Uh, yeah, this regular Webster Dictionary. No special spelling, just Sparks and 
pores um and follow me the host jaleesa that's j-a-l-i-s-a bald b-a-l-d because i am that's on ig (laughs) (laughs) so yeah thanks so much for tuning in and i'll see you next time on the next episode of sparks and pores (laughs) 